Hello and welcome back to another Flower Ed podcast. Thank you so much for being here. For everyone that has been here since day one and also the newbies out there as well, I just love having you guys in my corner and I have so many DMs that come through honestly like almost daily throughout the week it is just so cool that this little potty space is growing and i just love you guys so much on this episode let's talk all things instagram mistakes because let me tell you i've done them all (laughs) it is such an experimental sort of data collection process i think instagram is and I think that's so fun because it's like, oh, let's try this. It's free. You're not going to really lose much by trying new stuff. And let's just see what lands, what works, what doesn't. And then we get to elevate and refine as we go along, which is just the point of business. It's how we create growth and it is how we create momentum as well. So I've just jotted down a few, um, I guess, like quote unquote mistakes that I used to make. And I guess just reminders, like some of them are so simple and it's sometimes you just need to hear that reminder to be like, oh, okay, yep, let's keep doing that. So the first thing that I see as a mistake is not being repetitive, especially when you're selling. So I think Often we think, oh, we're being too annoying because we've already said it once. Like we already said, especially when it comes around like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, um, things like that. You can get so caught up in, oh, well, I've already I've already jumped on stories once and told people I don't want to do it again because I'm going to be annoying. And it's just not the case at all. People need to hear things over and over and over again until they buy. I'm sure you guys have heard me say that before. And just it's sort of the general rule when it comes to marketing. People need to hear it like it's like seven to 12 times or something. I'm sure it's probably increased with the amount of content and advertising and things that we see these days on Instagram and and just socials in general. So the more that you can be repetitive in, in selling, in just even saying the same thing. And I don't mean this, obviously you guys know, not in like a plain Jane, like say it the same way with the same piece of content a thousand times. Obviously people are going to probably not consume your content if you're just like literally doing the same story set over and over and over again, but it's just saying the same thing in a thousand different ways. So even as simple as the way your delivery works, if you're in retail or the way people can, can make an inquiry, if you're in events, it's just, how can you say that a thousand times, but a thousand different ways? through posts, stories, and reels. How can you change it up? How can you like lead them into making an inquiry so that you can keep repeating yourself over and over again? Repetition creates that familiarity and people want to trust you to buy from you. You guys know the thing. So to trust you, having that familiarity piece where they know exactly how to move and behave in your world is absolutely key. So even today, if you were to jump onto Instagram, how can you just repeat yourself again. How can you say the same thing, but in a different way across those three different forms of content? Now that leads me into the next mistake, which is only using one form of content. And when I speak to this, I am both speaking to, I'm speaking to both either utilizing posts only, stories only, or reels only. So that is a mistake in itself by only using one form. But equally, if you're only posting flower photos, if you're only posting graphics, if you're only posting like 
a couple in a professional shot. So just changing up that content and then also across the three different ways that you can use Instagram as well. So a really cool thing here is that I can talk about something on the podcast for a few weeks. I can be on stories talking about it almost every day, like on and off across those few weeks. And then I make one post and mention it at the bottom of the post about a new container that's coming out, for example. And then I'll get a flood of DMs saying, please, can I have the link? So you're actually missing out on on sales, on people, on clients, on humans moving in your world. But equally, you're also actually doing a disservice to them because if they don't know about your service, then they can't buy into it. So it's actually helping your clients so much if you can move across all three forms of content, same with reels as well. It happened just yesterday. So master the game, for example, I've been speaking about that for a good few weeks now, especially within close friends as well. And then I posted one reel yesterday and just mentioned it at the bottom of the caption. And I had DMs come through saying, hey, can I have the link or I want more info. Some people only consume reels on Instagram, some only stories, some only posts, and then some like a mix of of all three or, or a combination. So if you're only utilizing static posts, start jumping onto stories. If you haven't utilized reels much, start utilizing them. So use all three pieces of content forms, I guess. And then also just making sure that you're changing up the the content itself. So if you only post photos of bouquets of flowers and that is all that's on your page, that's that's fine. But if you were to elevate it to the next level, what if you could include a graphic, some text, yourself, a reel, a video of you talking about it, some different background, a different setup, a different styling moment, do that because that change, that variation is just such visual interest, I guess, for when people land on your page. The next mistake that I see and I have done in the past as well, which sort of leads nicely from the last one is just not selling. So if you are only using your page as like inspo, so it's just like here's flowers and like get inspired, then you might be moving more into that inspiration portfolio hobby sort of page that people follow because it's like, oh, pretty flowers, as opposed to presenting as a really strong brand that people want to buy into. And how this could work is if you're not actually selling either directly or indirectly as well across the three forms of content. So just making sure that although all the inspo stuff is is perfect is great you're going to be doing that anyway because we are using flowers it is such a visual industry that we're in we do have that advantage where it isn't that hard to create content compared to if you think of like a copywriter right it's so much harder to create content because they don't have all of these flower photos to easily grab and then create a piece of content with so It's perfect that you're doing the inspo stuff. It's going to happen regardless. Now, if you can start moving into that authority and creating a brand as opposed to just like an inspo blog portfolio vibe, you're going to see such a shift in the way that you show up in the way that your language works as well. And then you're going to start seeing more sales. Because you are presenting as that big brand, that business, as opposed to just like, look at my cute flowers, such a massive difference to play with. And that is where you're going to bring in more sales. 
The next mistake is not including your location. Now, again, this is like the most simple tip ever, but if you can include your location, either in the bold title, the bio, even just throughout your, your copy, your captions itself, then Instagram is going to push you to more people in your area. Because the thing is, as a flower industry, whether you're an event or retail florist, you don't need people from overseas or even interstate. You need people in your local area. It's such a localized game to play. So you don't actually need anyone who is following you, engaging with you, inquiring with you from overseas. In which case, if you were to include your location, then it means not only is Instagram going to push that to the people in your area, but equally when people are searching for you, you are going to pop up. Or if someone lands on your page randomly, they know whether that applies to them. So if I am looking for a cafe, for example, in barrel, if it says cafe in barrel, I'm going to be like, okay, yes, perfect. I'm going to keep, keep having a look at what they have. But if it comes up and it says cafe in Perth, like it's just not applicable to me. So this is where we get to both magnify and also repel. But remember, repelling is perfect because we don't need those people anyway. So make sure to include your location somewhere across your page. And you're just going to start seeing people click so much quicker. The next mistake is never showing your face or the team or some kind of personality behind the brand. So we spoke a little bit last time on the podcast about either building a personal brand or more of like a business company team vibe. And this is where you get to play with both. I think if you are but either a personal brand or you're presenting as a team, as, as a company, I think both need to have some element of a human behind the scenes because people want to buy from people. The first thing I do when I land on someone's page or if they DM me, I'm like, okay, who am I actually speaking to right now? Especially if you're wanting to land like, like 10K clients, for example, or even someone to buy a bouquet that is like $300 or even $200. You're going to want to know like who you're actually working with, not just some random page of flowers. So the more that you can show up, the better. When I first started my business, I started for a little bit. It was 2019 and then COVID hit. I was speaking about this on Instagram yesterday and I just smashed stories and videos. I think it was IGTV at the time with me talking to the camera, talking them through either educational pieces or behind the scenes stuff. And it built that connection and that community so, so much. So if you can jump on stories, especially is a good place to, to interact with your audience, that's absolutely perfect. And then also if you can scatter it throughout your feed, it doesn't have to be um, like selfies of you every single day in in your feed that's probably not going to build a a company brand sort of thing it's going to more build um, a personal brand or even just more of an inspo page but you can scatter your face either in reels create some educational posts do an introduction a bit of your team even if it's just a human in the photo of a static image it's going to do better than anything else Let me tell you, so include a human, whether it's yourself, your team, just some kind of human element. And you're going to see that you're going to be able to build that engaged audience and that trust so much quicker. The next mistake is not utilizing captions. I see so many florists just posting photos of flowers and then it's like a cute emoji or it's like 
spring pastel blooms are here. And while all of that is perfect and is fine and you can do that 100%, like I said, people are already going to be naturally inspired from your page just by the photos themselves. We don't have to really inspire them too much more. And although bits and pieces like that are perfect, I do that as well. When I was trying to grow my Instagram and grow a really engaged audience as well, I was focusing so much more on the education pieces about how the whole thing works in terms of like share platters or ceremony features or table designs, like all of the ins and outs of weddings or if you're in retail, retail stuff, equally how our business runs. So how do you make an inquiry? What happens with the inquiry process? What happens with the final run throughs? Can they add on candles? What happens with styling? Like all of those bits and pieces do that as opposed to just posting photos with cute emojis. Now, I do believe that there are different phases of business that we get to play with. So when I first started, I showed up in a very different way to how I'm showing up now. Neither is right or wrong, but I do think if you are starting from day day zero, showing up with your face, talking to the camera, doing these educational pieces, bringing them in, strengthening your brand is going to go so much further than just a, a picture of flowers and some short description of the image right? It's not the point. However, you will get to a phase like where I'm at now, where I can post a, post a piece of content. It is really valuable and it ricochets for longer than the day that I post it. And that is the whole point. But I have built that up. I didn't start by doing that. Well, I did. I realized it wasn't working and then I grew and then now I'm sort of doing a mix of both. Like I said, there's no right or wrong, but you do need to have both the inspiration, which is going to naturally happen anyway, but also strengthening your brand and making it really clear on how people can move, behave and buy from you. Moving on nicely from this one as well is the next mistake, which is just speaking to unaligned clients. So many people are probably confused about how to speak to aligned clients. But if we think of it really simply, I I spoke about this before about convincing people to buy flowers. I don't do that anymore. I don't have to convince my audience of the value of flowers and how much they impact the space and why they're so important and why you should spend money and why they're so expensive and all of the things, because I believe that my clients already see the value of flowers. They don't need to be convinced. So when we are in that convincing energy, when we're more so like even in that desperate energy as well, where it's like, please just buy from me, like just trust that flowers are amazing and you should include them. The only people we're going to be attracting to that conversation are the people that need to be convinced that flowers are worth it. But what if you could just work with clients who already see the value? I made this example I think it was within revolution where you guys know that I go to the gym and I value my health, right? If I saw a post on Instagram that was like, you should go to the gym because look at all of these benefits and being healthy is a good thing. I'm probably not even going to read it because I already know the thing. So that say it's like a personal trainer, although I could totally use them as a service if they're trying to attract me in that way, they're actually missing the mark because I'm not going to be even reading it. I'm not going to be consuming that piece of content because I'm like, I already know the thing. Same with convincing people that flowers are worth it or that big budgets are good or that abundance is good. 
right? So sprinkling stuff like that's fine. Like, like speaking into the space and how beautiful and abundant it is and the transformation that takes place is perfect. That's fine. But when you move into that, that convincing desperate energy, just think about the people you're going to be attracting to that conversation. Do your clients need to be convinced or do they just already know the thing? So just having a look at the captions that you have coming up or the the next time you go to post and just think, does my client already know this? Like, do they already know this thing or am I just like kind of complaining, almost emotional dumping so that because I'm so frustrated about the clients that are currently in my world and then I'm just going to bring more of them in. So it's kind of what you put out, you're going to get back. It's kind of like a mirror. So when you post it, just go, is this something that my, my ideal client needs to hear or not? And if not, perhaps change, it could even just be a change of wording. It could be the energy that's coming behind it as well. But just speaking to those clients that you really want to work with and getting really clear around that, they're going to have different conversations that they're playing with. They're going to have different buying behaviors. Even in terms of money and pricing, I used to smash the conversation about about pricing and money. And while that's still important and I will still speak to money and price points and everything, my ideal client isn't focused on money. It's not their buying behavior. They're not coming in trying to find the right price and then buying. The price is almost irrelevant because they just really want to work with us as a brand, as a business. So in which case, if all I'm doing is speaking about pricing and money, then I am bringing that conversation to the focus, to the forefront. So then what type of clients would I be bringing into my world? The type of clients who are focused on money and price points. I don't want my clients to be focused on that. I want them to be focused on other things. I want their buying behavior to be different. So it's just getting really clear about what conversations you're having through your content? And do you want to be having those conversations off the scenes as well? Do you want to be having the conversation about the fact that flowers are worth it? Do you want to be having the conversation about how to save money on wedding flowers? If not, then just switch up your content. Just change the wording, change the language, change the energy behind it. And just think about, okay, my ideal client, what is their buying behavior? Why are they buying? How are they buying? What is their focus when they are buying? Is their focus on finding the right price or is it finding the right wish list? Is it finding the right florist? What does that look like and how can I create content towards them? Okay, there are seven mistakes to stop making on Instagram. And let me tell you, it makes such a massive difference. And like I said, these aren't like earth changing moves. They're like the the most simple little tips and switches to make, but you're going to see such a massive, massive difference, which I'm so excited for. Now, next week starts Master the Game, which you guys have heard about. So we start next Wednesday. There has been a day change. Now, the way this looks is we're going to have a masterclass on the Wednesday where I teach you all Instagram stuff. We're going to be there for about 60 to 90 minutes talking, diving deep. You guys jump into the chat. You ask me anything and you just get to elevate and refine your Instagram at every single level. 
Now, throughout the rest of that week, you're going to have a workbook to complete, which means you can start to just go through bits and pieces for you and your own business. And then the Monday after that, we start a broadcast, which basically we are in a group together and I'm going to be giving you guys challenges, um, just sort of dropping in with the way that I'm moving on Instagram that week. And then you can actually start to integrate these things into your own business. So often there is wasted wisdom, like I say, where people learn the thing, but then they don't actually integrate. So I've set this up in a way that is so, so beneficial. It's very intentional so that you get to learn the thing and then you also get to integrate it into your world as well. Now, a part of this, you also get the option to add on a one-to-one audit with myself. So just a quick Zoom call where we get to chat through your specific Instagram and make any changes. You can ask any questions that you have and it's more of that personalized um, advice as well. You get to ask me anything, have access to me and my brain. So this all kicks off next week is called master the game and if you want the link just dm me at flower.ed double underscore